stupidity only way you're ever gonna learn You look back and it's all in the past I'm dwelling on the thoughts I cannot say to you If I don't say the words and maybe Hi, welcome along to NUFC Matters with me, Steve Rate. It is Those Were The Days with George Mitchell, where George takes us back in time and looks at Newcastle United seasons gone by. Which season are we going to today, George? 71-72, Steve. 71-72, into the year of my birth, George, 1972, right. February. So I'm looking well, forward I, I, to hearing... I'm, here, I'm looking forward to hearing what misery uh, happened then, and I've got a feeling I know what you're going to tell us, but yeah. we'll not spoil the surprise uh, for that. Well, well, our Neil, our Neil was born in 70, uh, October 71 as well, so it was quite the year for me as well. Great stuff. Well, we'll leave it to you, George. Over to you. Um, yeah, um, 71, 72. Well, just to set the scene for what things were happening elsewhere, um, top of the pops. I printed the, the, the top 10 out this time. Uh, George Harrison, my sweet lord, John Lennon, uh, imagine, Lynn Anderson, beg your pardon, never promised you a rose garden, um, Rod Stewart, Maggie May, um, Rolling Stones, Brown Sugar, um, Isaac Hayes, theme for, from Shaft, which was a fantastic tune, I remember that very well, Tom Jones, She's a Lady, uh, the, the Dog Night, night uh, Three Dog Night, uh, Joy to the World, and Carol King, it's too late. And Tony Yolanda and uh, and Dawn, knock three times. Uh, I mean, what a, what a top ten! I know uh, all of those songs as well. So yeah. I mean, that's uh, that's fantastic. <laughs> yeah, and it, and if you're a if you're a cinema goer, there, there was some good movies as well. Clockwork Orange, um, uh, Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory, um, uh. Um, Dirty Harry, which is one of my favourites, I've got to say. I, I don't know what it is about it, but perhaps it's, 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 it's inbuilt violence in me somewhere. Um, but uh, French Connection, which was another brilliant movie. So so there were lots of fantastic things happening outside. Um, and typical Newcastle, of course, uh, off the pitch there was as much as happening as there was on the pitch because uh, uh, Joe Harvey was uh, desperate to get some... Uh, new players in. He chased Malcolm McDonald's uh, down to uh, the nth degree and eventually got him. Uh, and uh, he got uh, Terry Hibbert to, to, to sort of set the set the bullets up for, for Mac the fire. Um, and then he also was, was trying very hard for a long time to get little Tony Green from Blackpool. Uh, he didn't get him initially, but halfway through this season, he, he, did, he did get him. So there was a, a lot going on. Uh, and that's the squad. He, he uh, um, Harvey uh, was lucky in the sense that Lord Westwood was chairman, and Lord Westwood was a fan of his. Lord Westwood was, was good supporter of Harvey. Um, I, I don't think many supporters knew that, but 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 he was, and uh, and Joe was grateful for that. But it it's interesting. Um, Keith Birkenshaw was the, the coach. Uh, for for um, Joe Harvey, Bob Monker was the captain. Um, as he's sitting next to Harvey in that picture, and uh, uh, as I said, Lord Westwood was chairman, uh, and of course, the for the first time for many years, we had a goal scorer who, in the season, scored thirty goals, and of course, that was Supermac. Um, however, 
that that that's it. It's fascinating that he did, because in the whole season of forty-two games, we only scored forty-eight goals, and Supermax scored thirty of them. So God knows what would have happened if we hadn't had uh, had Supermax there. So so that kind of sets the scene for um, what's uh, what's happening. Um, all sorts of players coming and going, as I say. Um, Gordon Hodgson went out to uh, uh, came in rather from uh, uh, the juniors, signed up. Terry Hibbert came from Leeds, and Pat Howard came from Barnsley. Uh, Billy Coulson came from North Shields. Now Billy, I knew because he lived at Winlayton, very near near us in Winlayton when we lived up there. Uh, eventually, Tony Green came um, uh, in October of of seventy one from Blackpool. Alex Reed came from Dundee United. And George Hope um, was another promotion from the juniors. So, so had lots of movement in in in, in the preseason, um, and the season didn't get off to the hottest of starts. We we, we started, oh um, yeah, the the uh, as usual we had our round round of, of friendlies at the beginning of the season. Um, we played uh, sent at the end. And then the second one was a home friendly against the Sporting Lisbon, and of course, uh, sorry, Benfica, and uh, of course the, the Eusebio played for them. And I think the next two photographs, that's Eusebio coming off the pitch with it. Um, nice man, uh, the Black Panthers is his nickname, um, but very generous in signing autographs for kids and all the rest of it. You can see how how uh, the. Yeah, the, he was mob, but it, it didn't it didn't phase him at all, is my memory. Uh, and uh, we we beat Benfica one nil in that uh, in that match. So, um, and then we we went away to Aberdeen and had a friendly at Aberdeen uh, and uh, beat Aberdeen three uh, two. There's there's a slight irony to doing this today because today is actually uh, John Tudor's birthday. Yeah, this is we're pre-recording this show, of course, but it yeah, is John Tudor's right. birthday today. And, yeah, and, and of course, it's the start of the FA Cup, which will come. That's in, right, that's right. And of course, um, uh, it was in this season that the uh, partnership between Tudor and Mac MacDonald uh, developed. It, it was a bit slow in starting, but but it developed in that time. So it's interesting that it should be John Tudor's birthday. Well, first uh, game was... Uh, um, an away game to Palace, uh, which we, we lost 2 0. And there's um, the program, and that's the program, that's right. And uh, we uh, we started the, the, the season with uh, McFall, David Craig, Frank Clark, Tommy Gibb, John McNamee, Irvin Natris, Keith Dyson, John Tudor, Malcolm McDonald, David Young, and Terry Hibbert. And that was what that was the first team that season. Um, Palace, um, had uh, um, a tidy side, but they, they weren't they weren't uh, expected to to, to uh, do very much in the league. Um, but um, as usual, the, the names that you pick out with them at, at this time at, in this particular uh, de uh, decade, um, a lot of their players are former uh, Chelsea Arsenal players who wanted to stay in London, uh, like Bobby Tamblin was was there out uh, outside left and. Uh, Terry Wharton came fr from Arsenal. Alan Birchinall came uh, Sheffield, Arsenal, then Crystal Palace. Uh, the one player they had who was the, their own 
and who was uh, quite a talented player was Steve Kember. Now I'll, I'll remember Steve Kember myself. He was quite a talented midfield player. Played for England, I think, a couple of times, but uh, not on a regular basis. But but he was he was a tidy tidy footballer. So we we got off to a a, a two nil defeat with uh, Tamblin and Taylor scoring scoring the goals. Um, we then had another away game. Uh, as I've noticed before when I've done this, the, the, the fixtures were never very kind to us at the beginning of the year. Anyway, we've got another away, away game at, uh, at Tottenham. Uh, and, and that's that's the programme, yeah. And, uh, um, well, we didn't do too badly. We, we got a nil-nil uh, draw. Uh, which was the very few of the pundits were expecting me to get that, having got beat at Palace. Uh, and it was quite a tidy game. 42,700 at the match at White Hart Lane. Uh, and uh, we, we played exactly the same team um, as we did at, at Palace. Uh, McFall, Craig Clark, Gibb uh, and Munker, McNamee, Munker, uh, Dyson, Tudor, McDonald, David Young and Terry Hibbert. Now Spurs, of course, were a team of all stars at that time. Uh, they were winning, winning lots of things. Pat Jennings in goal, um, and then a, a name that <laughs> become uh, a, a one which was of interest to us eventually, called Joe Kinnear, was right back. Um, and some people would say he wished he'd stayed right back. Never mind coming here upsetting us, but never mind. Um, Phil Beale, um, mate, England was a good centre half, a Welsh centre half. Steve Perryman, who played a lot of times for England. Um, and then uh, on the right wing, uh, they'd bought a Geordie from Burnley called Ralph Coates. Ralph Coates is from Washington. Uh, and he was playing for England, but he, he'd gone to uh, Tottenham. Alan Mullery was playing, uh, Martin Chivers. And then Martin Peters, who they'd bought from West Ham, uh, who, who'd uh, featured highly in the, in the, in the World Cup. Uh, and on the on the left side of their attack, they had a Scottish uh, centre forward called Alan Gilzine, a, a very um, talented footballer and, and very clever on the ball for a big man. Um, he he wasn't um, how can I say he wasn't a roughhouse centre forward. Alan Gilzine was was a was a, a real uh, tidy footballer. So we went to Tottenham and we we got an, an in nil draw in front of quite a quite a big crowd. Um, and uh, so we, we, we then uh, came home to a, a, a game against Liverpool. And, of course, this was uh, uh, important for lots, lots of uh, features. Yes, it was Liverpool, but it was also Michael McDonald's home debut for Newcastle United. And what a debut it was. I mean, I, I was then, uh, you know, thank my lucky stars, I was there. That's him there. Uh, I think that was when he scored his third goal. Um, uh, and they, we beat them 3-2. Um, uh, the game started off, I remember, with uh, uh, Emlyn Hughes scoring a goal in, in very early on. I think it was uh, about 11 minutes, 10 or 11 minutes uh, he scored. Yeah, 11 minutes, and uh, everybody thought, oh, goodness, we're in for a, a, a run around here. But 26 minutes, we got a penalty, and of course, Supermax started that away. And then after that, the game was his. He, he, he terrorised the Liverpool defence for the rest of that game. And he got a second goal in um, uh, 44, just before half-time. And then in the middle of the second half, he, he got his third goal, got his hat-trick goal. And I think that's the one he's celebrating there. Um, 
fantastic. What, what, what a debut. And uh, it's little wonder that uh, the crowd took to him straight away because he, he made such an impression. And I know uh, Malcolm himself uh, remembers how he was amazed at how quickly the crowd was singing his praises in the, in the, in, on the terraces uh, immediately after that match, which was, which was quite something. But what a yeah. debut! What a debut to make! What a debut! And, and of course, the goal that he scored—the first goal he scored—was a penalty, and it was given yeah. away by given away by somebody who made a big part of Newcastle's history years later, Kevin Keegan. Kevin Keegan, that's right. Well, and and the consolation goal for them at the end to get it three-two was Kevin Keegan as well. He he yeah. scored the consolation goal towards the end uh, on about eighty minutes. So so we're, we're after a winning start at home at least. Um, uh, and we want to keep it that way if we can. Um, the next is a home game against Huddersfield. Now, uh, um, I, there's no there's no picture for that one, Steve. Uh, no. we, 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 we had Huddersfield at home. But it's interesting, the reaction after a big game like that Liverpool game. Um, Liverpool, we had 39,700. That next game against Huddersfield a week later... Um, well, normally you would be 20,000 for a Huddersfield. 46,989, all on the back, I think, of, of Supermax Hattrick. You know, I think people came back expecting some more. Um, it was a tremendous crowd uh, for a game like that. And then uh, it was nil-nil. It was a, a, quite a dour game, particularly after the, the antics of the, of, of the Liverpool game. Um, but that that was a huge crowd for for a game like Huddersfield. Uh, we then uh, moved on to uh, an away game at Coventry, Coventry City, and uh, we uh, people hoped that uh, we were on the we were on the track to doing something something special. Well, uh, there's only one thing you, you don't get with you, if you support Newcastle United. That's your hopes fulfilled because. <laughs> We got well. It, we got. We only lost one nil, but it could have been a lot more. It, it really was a bad defeat uh, at, uh, at Coventry, uh, and of course to uh, um, add Chris uh, uh, to the mill, as it were. The the the, uh, the, uh, the team was the same team we'd played all the way through from the start of the season. McFall, Craig, Clark, Gibb. Oh, uh, John McNamee was injured, and Ollie Burton came in at centre half. Monker, Tommy Cassidy, John Tudor, Malcolm McDonald, David Young, and Terry Hibbert. Now, Coventry had um, one or two characters in that team, but uh, difficult to call them stars. But but, but they're certainly well known players. And Bill Glazier, the goalkeeper. Um, a lot of people think he should have been an England player, but but he wasn't. But he was. Uh, well liked and well acknowledged as a, as a player in uh, in in the first division, uh, and at the left back they had a bloke called Jeff Blockley. Now he he was a left back who was just as likely to uh, pop up and do damage in you know, at the opponent's penalty area as he was on his own, and he did on this occasion because he he was the one that scored the winning goal for Coventry. The beat were one nil, but it could have been it could have been a lot more than that. Um, it took them till the fifty-six minute to get the goal, but uh, it, uh, you know, they, they, they could have, they made hard work of it, uh, and, and we really weren't uh, didn't look that clever on on that match in, in that game at all. So our next one is uh, 
is it away match to Leeds. And uh, I think, uh, yep, no, <laughs> a disaster is the only way I can describe this. We got beat 5 1. Um, even though even the goal we got was an own goal by Norman Hunter. Um, uh, Char Jackie Charlton, Peter Lorimer, uh, Johnny Giles, Paul Madeley, Terry Yorath, uh scored their goals 5-1. It was it was 2-0 at half time. Never got into the game into the game. And amazingly, when Leeds were were nearly at the top of the league all that time, they were only 18,600 at the match, which which is quite uh uh, quite disappointing. Um, there's an interesting fact about the match, though. It was played at Hillsborough, not at Elland Road, because just before this game, Leeds had had a um, a game where a referee awarded a dubious dubious penalty, and the fans invaded the pitch and stopped the match, and uh, it took them a while to get the game started again, and when. When the thing was finished, Don Revy and that chairman, uh, what was his name, the chairman, Woodall, Woodall uh, had lots of nasty things to say about the referee and about everybody else. So the FA said, right, uh, if that's how you feel, we'll shut you down. So they shut Ellen Road for a month. So for four fixtures, uh, they, they, for four, four weeks, they couldn't play at Ellen Road and they played at Hillsborough, Sheffield. And this match against us was at, was at Hillsborough. Uh, so it's an interesting fact in that particular game, but uh, it's about what Leeds were about actually, both on and off the field. Always had yeah. a lot to save, lot to save for themselves. And uh, um, with Jackie Charlton and Norman Hunter biting people's legs, there, there was a lot to say on the field as well. So the next game was a was a um, was a home game uh, against West Ham United, and. Uh, we start to pull things together a bit, and we got a we got a two-two draw um, with uh, John Tudor and Tommy Cassidy scoring for us, and Jeff Rops, Jeff Hurst, and a, a certain Pop Robson who'd been transferred from Newcastle um, to West Ham uh, scored the equaliser. Um, it, it was uh, thirty-one thousand at the game, which uh, which is quite a nice crowd. Uh, it was a good game, actually. It was. It, it, I remember I'd been at this match, and uh, West Ham were playing good football at the time, and there was still a lot of interest in the in in the uh, former World Cup players, like uh, well, you had Bobby Moore and and, and uh, uh, Trevor Brooklyn and uh, uh, and of course Jeff Hurst, and of course Pop Robson was in the team uh, uh, as well, and and other names who are. Still prominent in football these days, Billy Bonds and um, uh, Frank Lampard. You know, the senior uh, Frank Lampard senior was was still playing in in this team. So, so there were a team that people would go and see. So we had we had a, a decent draw against West Ham United. Um, the next game was uh, Manchester City away, and uh, we uh, we went to Main Road. And uh, unfortunately, lost two. Uh, one, uh, sorry, uh, lost two one. Um, now, um, wasn't a surprise to people because Manchester City were playing quite well. But we were disappointed in the sense people were beginning to think we were on the up when we we, we got the odd point and so on. However, um, 
uh, people also notice that uh, we're hovering around the bottom of the league at the moment, which is which is uh, not not very nice. Um, Two one, we lost with uh, Bell and Lee, Francis Lee, uh, scoring for City, and uh, Supermax scoring for us. Um, our team, as is before, uh, McFall, Craig, Frank Clark was injured, so Ron Guthrie came in. Otherwise, it was the same: Gibb, Burton, uh, Cassidy, Tudor, McDonald, or Irvin Natness slipped into. Uh, where David Young had been because uh, uh, Terry Hibbert was in Jordan. David Young went out on the left to uh, to Terry's place. Um, we always seem to have good games against Manchester City. You know, with all these things, every time I look at them, the, uh, there's always a, always a good game. And of course, Manchester City had some uh, characters in their team with Joe Corrigan, the giant goalkeeper of theirs. Tony Book, ancient fullback. I mean, Tony Book was pushing 35 by the time they played this match. Willie Donoghue, the Scottish defender. Um, uh, Mike Summerby, um, right winger, stroke centre forward, very dangerous uh, forward. Francis Lee, Colin Bell, Ian Miller, and at centre forward, Wynne Davis, because by this time, Joe Harvey had sold Wynne Davis to. Uh, to Manchester City, he felt he'd got the the most he could get out of win, uh, and he went. He had gone to Manchester City by then. Uh, he, he didn't score, but I've no, no doubt he gave a hard time. <laughs> that, that's the way win played. He, he wouldn't. Uh, he wouldn't get it. Um, then we suddenly um, typical Newcastle. We're, we're, we're in the middle of a. Uh, Big league program, which, uh, um, as I say, we're hovering around the bottom. We need we need to get points, but what do we do? We have a friendly against Hearts. <laughs> we go to Edinburgh to, to have this friendly against Hearts, and we managed to lose at one nil, which uh, you know is uh, beyond my comprehension that we used to do this so regularly. Um, and and we sent a full team. I mean, it was McFall, Craig, Guthrie, Gibb. Ollie Burton, Frank Clark, Frank Clark played on the uh, uh, on the left side of defence rather than fullback, and then a young man called Stuart Barraclough came into the team. A Tudor, McDonald, Irvin, Atlas, and Teddy Terry Hibbert. So, virtually a full team at this match at Edinburgh. Uh, we managed to lose at one 0 with a crowd of eighteen thousand. So, um, I always try and find out why is it a testimonial or not. But if it wasn't. It was just a friendly had been arranged. So. Uh, anyway, yeah, I mean, uh, if you were winning everything, you know, and and, uh, and it was really, you could understand it, but we're struggling. We're at the bottom of the bottom of the bloody league, uh, and uh, we now uh, have a, a, away a home game rather against Wolves, and uh, we uh, um, we get a two nil win, uh, and that. Uh, uh, that uh, brightens things up for everybody. 29,347 at the match. Um, and uh, we, uh, two goals, one from Terry Hibbert and one from John Tudor. Now, I remember that this this was the first John Tudor goal. Um, he had this um, knack of scoring these diving headers. 
where his nose was about an inch off the off the surface of the ground. In this goal against Wolves, was was one of those. Uh, Hibbert banged in this very very low cross uh, from the, from the left side, and John just dived. This is the only way he can say uh, headlong and bang it went into the back of the net and and that was one of his trademarks i thought these crazy headers he used to be well that was one of them he's, he's I, I think he probably scratched his nose when he when he headed it in anyway two a two nil win and, and it was a good win uh and and the team's uh um back to full strength with frank clark back and uh um except that uh um, Ollie Burton's injured, and, and uh, Joe Harvey throws in Pat Howard, who he just brought from bought from uh, Barnsley, uh, and uh, um, and Pat Howard had had a good game actually. Um, Wolves, well, they had a number of uh, um, uh, characters: Dave Wagstaff uh, and uh, Mike O'Grady, and, and the centre forward, of course, was the big Irishman Derek Dugan. Um, who was a, um, a rough house centre forward, <laughs> as I would call it. He, he he didn't take any prisoners, that's for sure. And uh, but that was a good win, and people were, were quite uh, more than pleased about that. Um, and the, uh, the we we then go uh, and and have uh, um, an away game at Ipswich. Uh, and Ipswich aren't pulling up any trees. Everybody thinks, well, surely we'll get something there. Um, and uh, it's, uh, but it's a nil-nil draw anyway. And, 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 and 18,700 at Portman Road. Uh, and uh, we, we, teams unchanged from, from the previous game. Uh, Stuart Barracroft's retained his place. And Pat Howard retained the centre-half place. Uh, with Ollie Burton being being injured, um, Ipswich um, had some uh, decent, uh, more than decent players in that side. I mean, Mick Mills, the fullback, was the England fullback, um, and they had a, uh, the start of all their Dutch players: Colin Villajoren um, and uh, 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 Mickey Hill, uh, one of their forwards, was was a tidy player uh, and very dangerous. And Johnny Miller, the left winger, was was also a, a very dangerous character. So, so nil nil draw at Ipswich, um, which really people expected. I've got to say because Ipswich weren't pulling up trees either. At least having got that point in, in, in the previous one at home, uh, were at least a couple of spots off the off the bottom now. Um, which is uh, um, hopeful, is this what I'd say? But we're still, we're still not, we're still where we we, we shouldn't be, and and uh, so we uh, we then um, come back to uh, uh, Ipswich, and we come back home, and guess what? A friendly, a return friendly against Hart at St James's Park. Um, we went to one with uh, McDonald scoring both the goals, uh, and twenty four and a half thousand at the game, which which I think is more than reasonable for a for a um, uh, um, a midweek uh, uh, 
yeah, for, for what's what basically well, midweek friendly during the yeah, season. Yeah, that's right, that's right. Uh, so we, we 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 get that win and 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 get that out of the way. Um, the next game is a Derby County at home, uh, and uh, everybody's hoping that uh, this is going to see a start of uh, uh, a turnaround. That we're, we're not pulling up any trees at the moment, uh, but unfortunately, Derby beat with one nil with uh, thirty one thousand nine hundred in the ground. Um, to say that people are disappointed is, is putting it mildly. Um, I actually went to this game because uh, a couple of my relatives from Derby came uh, to the match and came and stayed with my mother and, uh, and went to the match with her and stood in the Gallagher corner with her, which uh, which they, they enjoyed greatly. Um, and uh, because there, as you can imagine, once people uh, realised they were from Derby, uh, they were getting their legs pulled up unmercifully um, by the Gallagher uh, characters. But it, but it was all good, all in good fun, and they enjoyed their weekend. But we didn't enjoy it because we lost one one nil, and uh, uh, same team we we playing this. Uh, uh, that we played all season, McFall, Craig, Frank Clark was injured, and, and uh, uh, young Ray Ellison came in at left back. It was a tidy, tidy player, but uh, didn't stay uh, stay in the first team very long. Um, Derby, uh, well, they had uh, some well-known players in the squad, like uh, Colin Todd, who used to play for our friends down the road for, for a long time. Roy McParland was was their captain and centre half. Uh, John McGovern, who was uh, uh, ex Nottingham Forest, um, uh, who Brian Clough was there, Derby's manager, and he'd obviously brought McGovern. And Alan Durbin, uh, another ex uh, uh, Mackham. Um, John O'Hare, another ex Mackham. And Kevin Hector, who, who, who'd been brought by, by Clough uh, into Derby as well. Um, but we lost 1 0, and that was. Uh, Sending us in the wrong direction is, is how I would put it, uh, and uh, unfortunately, um, we uh, our next game then is uh, FA Cup third round, and we play Arsenal um, at Arsenal, and uh, well, that's the end of our FA Cup, I'm afraid, as we got beat four 0 The well and truly uh, took us to the cleaners um, with Radford Graham. Radford to Graham and Kennedy score on the goals. Um, and the Arsenal team was was a team of all-stars, and, and some of them we knew quite well. Bob Wilson and goal, Pat Rice at fullback, um, Frank McClintock, uh, Jody Armstrong on the, on the right wing, he was from heaven, um, Ray Kennedy from Seton Delaville, George Graham and, and John Radford. They were, they were a, a decent team, well... Uh, they really um, turned it on for us. Thirty-four and a half thousand at the game, uh, but that was the end of our our FA Cup that year. I'm afraid, um, which uh, we we hoped to have a run, but uh, uh, hopes don't always come come with you. Uh, um, um, yeah, it's uh, then um, lo and behold, um, as luck would have it. We end up having to go to Arsenal the next weekend um, for a league game. So so we go thinking, well, we're going to get walloped again, surely. Uh, well, we did, but not, not as bad. It was 4-2. Uh, 
uh, with uh, Graham Armstrong, Kennedy and Kelly scoring his, and Malcolm McDonald scoring both. Just double checking, George. Yes. I don't like to stop you in your, pride, in your pride here, but you've got that Arsenal game in there. I'm just yeah. double checking. 71-72 with the FA Cup. Was that not Hereford? Oh, sorry. Did I say FA Cup? League you said Cup. FA Cup. So, it was League, League Cup, yeah. League Cup, sorry. League sorry. Cup, yeah. You're right, no Steve. worries, mate. No worries. No, no, that's absolutely right. Steve. And I think the programme is because it's got it's got the League it's Cup on. That's what made us think yeah, of that. Right. Yeah. That's right. Thanks, Steve. That that's right. Well, yeah, the next no week, So we the next week was the Texaco, was it? Uh we went back for uh no, we went back for a um yes, yeah. We no, we went back for a, a league game against Arsenal. Um, ah, and, right. okay. And uh, it was, uh, I mean, everybody expected we wouldn't, haven't got thrashed 4 0 one week. Well, it's not going to turn very much uh, to the next again. And we lost 4 2, but, uh, um, and the teams were, were almost identical to the word in, in, in the initial game. So we, 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 uh, we struggled with that one uh, a little bit. And, uh, um, it was unfortunate it was all at, at the same time. Um, actually, I had a, a, a programme in for that match as well. And, and uh, um, when I was uh, setting it up and I seen the two together, I thought, oh, that's a mistake having two together. And I got rid of one. So I should have just left it where it was. But never mind. Um, Crystal Palace was next at home. And uh, everybody thought, well, come on, it's, it's time we start to get some winning. Because we're now, we're now into October and we're... we're we're actually touching the bottom now, uh, which has got everybody in a in a in a panic. So we got Palace at home, twenty thousand seven hundred at the match, and uh, don't we go and lose at two one? Um, uh, Bobby Tamblin scores both their goals, and Keith Dyson scores ours. Uh, our team um, slight changes. McFall, Ray Allison goes to right back because David Craig's injured. Frank Clark's back, Tommy Gibb, Pat Howard. David Young comes in at, uh, at the left side defence. Tommy Cassidy, Keith Dyson, Malcolm McDonald, John Tudor and Terry Hibbert. And uh, um, I remember being at this game and it, it, it was it was a poor game. The Palace weren't very good either. And uh, their side was uh, virtually the same side that uh, uh, played us when we went, went to their place. With Bobby Tamlin on the left and uh, Steve Camber playing for them, and uh, they got a new goalkeeper called John Jackson, who uh, was being touted as the next less thing than sliced bread for the next for England, all the rest of it. I don't know if he ever got the England England uh, game, but uh, um, I don't know. He, he seemed to disappear as quick as he, he came on the scene. But with the important thing for us is we lost two one, and we. We're now sitting right, right on the bottom of the of the league. Um, you know, it it just a, a disaster uh, waiting to happen, and uh, we now um, are getting involved in the Texaco Cup, and uh, we go to Coventry uh, for the Texaco Cup, and uh, uh, there was a lot of debate. Uh, about this cup, whether whether we should get involved or whether we shouldn't, uh, and uh, of course um, it uh, it was uh, a chance to uh, 
try and win a trophy, I, I suppose. Um, and uh, um, when people looked at the opposition, thought, well, we should have a really reasonable chance of doing something with this. Anyway, our first game was against Coventry, at Coventry. And we got a 1-1 draw, which was better than the league game we had there. Uh, and our team with the 12,500 at the game, which always staggers me that yeah, clubs in the, in, the, in the top division could survive on those sort of crowds. Um, and we, our team was the same as played in the previous game. McFall, Ellison, Clark, Guthrie, Ollie Burton comes in alongside Pat Howard, Tommy Gibb, John Tudor, Malcolm McDonald, Irvin Atlas and Teddy, Terry Hibbert. Um, but we got a 1-1 draw and, 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 and it was a, a, um, a, what a what a read of it. It was an entertaining game. I mean, I, I, I've got no other, other than the telling that than, than what I could find to read about the, the game. And uh, so anyway, we, we, we survived uh, the current re-game and uh, next we're um, home to Manchester United. And uh, well, we, we desperate for points now because we're sitting sitting on the bottom, but uh, not the best team to come when you're desperate for anything. Um, well, they beat us 1-0 uh, thanks to a goal from a young man called George Best. But the crowd, 55,600. Wow. I mean, really, you know, after the sort of the run of results that we've had, uh that people would turn out in those sort of numbers and uh, uh it was a great it was a good game we give them a game but but unfortunately they, they just had the the little bit extra uh and uh um team was the same it was a settled team we had now uh with Ray Ellison keeping the right back spot um John Tudor got injured halfway through the second half and Shred Barraclough came substituted for him. Uh, and uh, but Manchester United's team, team of all stars, uh, Alex Stepney in goal, David Sadler at fullback, Tony Dunn, uh, Willie Morgan, George Best, Bobby Charlton, and a name we'd get to know later, Alan Gowling, which is somebody we get to know very well much later, Brian Kidd, and then Dennis Law. Uh, and I've got to be honest, um. When I look at that team now, uh, getting away with just a 1-0 defeat wasn't too bad when you, when you analyse who was actually playing and what was what. Um, so, uh, But the trouble is, that sits right firmly on the, on the bottom of the league now. We're, 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 we're um, starting to, to get uh, really worried. In the next game, we, we, we got, uh, we've got this um, an away game at Everton. Uh, uh, and uh, um, yeah, that's that's the program. Interesting program, actually. Um, uh, it uh, with with the team photos on the front, which is an interesting. Um, Everton beat with one nil, uh, and uh, uh, goal scored by none other than the, the little ginger lad that was in the World Cup, Alan Ball. Uh, he, he he scored the goal at that lad. And uh, their team, well, characters, Gordon West, the goalkeeper, and that's, that's Alan Ball celebrating. Uh, and uh, Tommy Wright, John Hurst at fullback. Um, Colin Harvey is one of the, one of the halfbacks. Alan Ball, um, Johnny Morrissey, Jimmy Husband, who, who played for Newcastle Schoolboys, but never ever played for Newcastle. 
um, and Joe Royal, of course, who was the talisman centre forward. So we, we lose uh, in front of a crowd of 38,800 at Goodison Park. We lose one nil. So now we're we're, we're headed back to uh, home uh, for the second uh, Texaco Cup game against Coventry City. Um, yeah, there's a second second leg of the, of the Texaco Cup. Uh, is there a picture, Steve? I think there should be. No, not for this one. Not for that one, right? Um, and uh, well. Uh, I don't know what happened. I don't know what Harvey said, but we beat them five-one, and it was it was a truly was a real a real thrashing with uh, Mal- Malcolm McDonald um, uh, scoring uh, and uh, his uh, his uh, link up with John Tudor suddenly clicking uh, is the best way to describe it. Um, Malcolm scored. Tudor got two. The block we like their fullback scored scored another one uh, to get them a consolation, and then Irvin Natras and uh, uh, Blockley who scored for them then ended the scoring with an own goal himself. Uh, he, he was a character, and he, he, but he was a desperado as well. He was always likely to do something like that, score an own goal as well as a as well as the goal for the team. So the five five one uh, pushed us through the Texaco Cup. So that was something, but. Um, more importantly, people were starting to get a sweat on about uh, about the league. I mean, we're going nowhere. The next match is a home match against Southampton, and uh, um, uh, everybody's hoping that the five-one wasn't a flash in the pan. Well, uh, it, it appeared not to be because we beat Southampton three-one with uh, uh, Malcolm McDonald scoring two. And Tony Green getting his first goal for for Newcastle United uh, on his, uh, I think this was his debut game actually. Uh, and uh, Craig was back at fullback, so had McFall, Craig Clark, Natris Burton, Pat Howard, Shud Barraclough, Tony Green, Malcolm McDonald, John Tudor, and Terry Hibbert, who was now uh, back for injury. Um, Southampton um, had a one or two interesting characters in the team with uh, uh, Bobby Stokes uh, 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 in the forward line, who was the uh, later on was to win them a cup final against Manchester United. Um, Terry Payne uh, played for England for a lot of years. Mick Shannon, who came to us eventually towards the end of his career. Uh, Ron Davis, who, who, who interestingly enough, Harvey tried to buy for ages and then eventually turned to win Davis instead. And I think that was that was a a good mistake as far as we were concerned because I think we got the better of the deal. So I think Wynne Davis was better than Ron Davis, both Welshmen. But but Southampton had a tidy team and had a good reputation. But three uh, one we beat them and and the crowd was thirty two thousand six hundred uh, and uh, we're off the bottom of the league at least. That that's something that that's uh, uh, that that that's. Uh, the, the most important uh, thing. We then go away to Leicester City, uh, and I think there's a program for Leicester City there somewhere. And uh, yeah, that's it. And uh, well, unfortunately, we lose three nil. It was not a good game uh, for us. We, we uh, uh, first goal it went in very early, and uh, we just seemed to cave in. That was that was it. I mean, 
two minutes, the, the boy, the lad called Brown, scored that that striker, and uh, after that we, we were never in it. We we just seemed to cave in, and uh, team predictable. McFall, Craig Clark, Natras was in the team instead of uh, Tommy Gibb, Golly Burton, Paturd, Barrowcroft, Green, McDonald, Tudor, and Hibbert. Um, 28,000 at the game, uh, which uh, which was a big crowd for Leicester. Um, but we, we got absolutely nothing from it at all. And uh, as I say, the, the, the alarm bells are ringing in the Gallagher corner. Uh, I mean, I, the moans and groans about the place were, were almost audible in, in, in the Haymarket. Um, next game was a home game against Nottingham Forest. And everybody's hoping that it would be something that uh, Forest weren't um, pulling up any trees either. In fact, they were, were right next to us in the league. Um, in fact, I think they replaced us as bottom at the time. Um, and uh, we beat them 2-1. And Supermag gets both the goals. Um, he uh, he gets uh, one in uh, 39 minutes just before half-time. They equalise on 66 and then on 77, Malcolm McDonald gets the winner for us. 24,500 at the game. And uh, it uh, um, a, re- a win that really relieved everybody because at least it, it meant that there was a, at least a two or three people below us in the, in the league. No, we weren't, we weren't sitting on the bottom. And we're just as close to the middle of the league as we were at the bottom. So 2-1 against Forrest. Forest team was was predictable. Uh, uh, Bar- Baron was who's a goalkeeper who, who comes from this part of the world. Um, Peter Hindley, Hindley, the the centre half, was uh, knock on the door of England. Uh, Duncan McKenzie, um, who they bought from Leeds United, very clever little player. Um, and Peter Cormack also come back from Leeds United, and a, a young man playing inside left called Martin O'Neill. Who's to become uh, quite a quite a character in the game, and still is. I mean, I, there was something on Twitter about him the other day talking about uh, the World Cup. Um, but he was a clever a clever footballer as well. Um, so they they, um, they had a decent side, but they were they were, as far as we were concerned, thank goodness we beat them because it, it meant it kept them below us. Um, now we're back to Texaco's took cup territory, and we get Derby County in the next one, and it. And we're away to Derby County, um, and uh, it's a it's a semi final of the of the Texaco Cup, and uh, twenty thousand at the game, and uh, Derby beat with one nil team that virtually the same team that beat with one nil at St James's Park a couple of weeks before in the league with uh, Colin Todd, Roy McParkland, John McGovern, Archie Gemmell, John O'Hare. Uh, Etc. All, all in in the Derby team. Our team, predictable. McFall, Craig, Clogs, fit again. Natras, Burton, Howard, Barrowclough, Green, McDonald, Tudor, and Hibbert. Um, which is uh, not surprising. Harvey always very faithful to the people he picks, and he, he tries to keep the same team. So we we uh, were one nil, nil down in the Texaco Cup semi final and. Uh, uh, not looking very, very promising forward. Um, we're now away to Stoke City. Is the next game in the league, 
and uh, we've got um, uh, we send the same team to Stoke, McFall, Craig Clark, etc. Um, Sixteen thousand eight hundred at uh, at uh, Victoria Ground, and uh, Stoke team with uh, a reasonable number of uh, characters in there. There eleven. Uh, Gordon Banks in goal, of course. Mike Bernard at, at, at wing half. Um, Terry Conroy on, on the on the right wing, who they, they got from uh, uh, Burnley. Jimmy Greenoff from Leeds. John Ritchie from Manchester City. Uh, John Mahoney, and then playing on the left wing for them that day, a young man called George Eastham, who, of course, uh, got Stoke via Arsenal from Newcastle United. Uh, and uh, um, anyway, we, we, we got a 3-3 draw, which I don't think people expected because we're feeling a bit down. And, and uh, um, Richie and Conroy scored their goals, and Supermac and David Craig scored, scored our goals. Um, it was... Uh, I remember rightly, um, yeah, we went, Martin McDonald put us in the lead in 15 minutes, Rich equalised, and then we we, we we give it away almost. Conroy scored in the 68th and 74th minute, um, so we, we, were, we were down 3-1. And then Supermac on 78, David Craig on 82, and we got a 3-3 draw, which... Uh, Everybody heaves huge sigh of relief to get a to get a point, um, considering how the way we were going. So then we return home to a home game against uh, Chelsea. Um, is there a program there for Chelsea? No, no. Um, and uh, well, nobody's uh, expecting a lot out of this because Chelsea are flying high at the moment at this time. Uh, but again, we, we, we've got a we've got a a good crowd of thirty seven thousand five hundred and eighty six uh, for this Chelsea game, which which is which is quite something considering some of the bad scores we've had. Um, and uh, um, it's a nil nil draw. Now I do remember being at this game, and it was probably one of the most interesting nil nil draws that I've seen. Because um, Supermac um, hit the woodwork a couple, at least a couple of times, and uh, Charlie Cook and Alan Hudson for them uh, scored. Uh, it didn't score. It, it, it would work for them. Um, and the Chelsea team, our team, was almost as red. But one slight change on the right. Stuart Barraclough was injured, and Alex Reed, who we got from Dundee United, went on the right wing. Otherwise, it was the same. Uh, but Chelsea team, team of all stars, Peter Benetti, um John Dempsey at fullback, Bomber Harris playing in defence, David Webb, John Hollands, who, who's well known, Charlie Cook, who they bought from Aberdeen, a great Scottish uh, forward, Peter Houseman, who had a reputation, Alan Hudson, who played for England, very clever player, and then the lad that I said. It, Palace had brought on themselves called Steve Kember. Well, by now, Steve Kember was playing for Arsenal for Chelsea. Chelsea had bought him from uh, um, uh, from Crystal Palace. And, of course, uh, centre-forward for them was none other than Peter Osgood. But, as I say, it was an end-to-end sort of game. Both teams hitting the woodwork more than once. Uh, could easily have been a, 
a, a, a good scoring game, but it ended up uh, it ended up with a with a nil nil. So then we were back to uh, the second leg of the uh, of the Texaco Cup semi final with Derby County at home, and everybody thinks, well, well, we nearly beat them at their place. Surely we'll, we'll turn them over when they come home. But no such luck. They beat with three two, uh, and that was the end of the Texaco Cup. But thirty-seven thousand two hundred turned up for this match. Um, whether that's, uh, I think that's more of a, a wish from the crowd to see we win something more than anything. But it's a, it's a hell of a good crowd for a midweek match uh, like that, which we're already behind. Anyway, we, we, we our team's on unchanged. That played against Chelsea, and three-two. Uh, um, uh, was the score to Derby, um, and yeah, now I know why. I, I, I try to remember why why it was so disappointing. Well, it was so disappointing because we were winning two out. <laughs> we were two nothing up by uh, half. No, just after half time. Forty minutes, Malcolm McDonald scores. Sixty minutes, Judd Barraclough scores, and then. We go into extra time because a lad called Walker scores a goal for them. And we go into extra time and McGovern and Todd score two goals in extra time to take it, make it 3-2 to them and uh, push us out of the semi-final of the Texaco Cup. But we're actually winning 2-0. I, I, I was trying to remember myself why I was so disappointed at the game. Well, that was The answer was fairly easy. We... We threw it away is, is why it was so disappointing. Um, so we're now um, <coughs> heading to a, um, a away game against West Brom. And West Brom West, another West, was it West Brom or West Ham? West Brom. West oh, Brom okay. away. West okay. Ham next. West Ham right. next. Just that's the um, next programme. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. That will be. Um we went to West Brom. We always have an, I, my opinion, we always have entertaining games against West Brom, a team that traditionally plays good football. Um, only 18,000 at, at the game. Um, but for some reason, um, we suddenly turn it on and we beat them 3 0 with Supermax scoring two and, and, and Busby scoring the third. Um, and as I say, the, the, the Huge, huge uh, impact that had on the bottom of the league because it it shuffled all sorts of people around, and we suddenly found ourselves now uh, touching the middle of the league. Uh, and the team, our team, nearly well, it was identical. The only difference was that uh, Tony Green was injured, so Stuart Barraclough came in for Tony Green. Otherwise, it was McFall, Craig Clark, Natras Burton, Howard, Alex Reed, Barraclough, McDonald. Or Viz Busby was in instead of John Tudor. John Tudor was injured, and Terry Hibbert. Um, actually, Viz, Viz Busby was was an interesting character. I'm not always sure that we got the best out of him because he, he I, I, I think he was a better player than we've seen. But yeah. I mean, that's that's just my opinion. Um, anyway, we won three 0 That's the important thing, and 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 uh, what that did for the for our league position was uh, was nobody's business. So then we're off to West Ham now. Another uh, away game, and, and that's the, the, the program. That's right. And we've got 21,900 at the game, and we beat them 1 0. So that's two away wins on the trot. So we're now 
firmly middle of the league table instead of bounced down the bottom. Uh, and the scorer was Viv, Viv Busby. He, he scored the, the winning goal uh, in six minutes, and we held on right at the end till we got um, uh, we, we we got the win. Uh, and so, you know, we're firmly, as I say, in the in the middle of the league now. Our team was uh, predictable uh, with uh, with Joe Harvey in charge. Once one change, David Craig was injured, so Ron Guthrie came in at right back instead of David Craig. Oh, and and, and West Ham. Well, uh, the West Ham team was was full of their stars. I mean, Bobby Moore, Billy Bonds, Frank Lampard Senior, Trevor Brooklyn, um, Jeff Hurst, Pop Robson, and a. a, a West Indian left winger called Clyde Best, who was a, a very dangerous player. I, I remember a very, very uh, tricky player. Um, but we got a we got a one nil win, which is uh, again is uh, sits us nicely in the in the middle of the league. Um, and so we, we're coming home now to a, a home match. Thank goodness against Sheffield United. Now Sheffield United aren't um, doing anything special. So mistakenly. Everybody thinks, well, this is going to be a slaughter. We're going to get our own back here. Well, uh, couldn't be further from the truth. Sheffield United beat with two, uh, two one, and uh, it was unbelievable. Uh, this, they scored in two minutes. Uh, uh, Curry, the, the, the dangerous forward, scored the second on fifty-two minutes, and Terry Hibbert got a consolation on seventy-three minutes. But we lost two one. Before a crowd of fifty three thousand and seventy nine for Sheffield United. I mean, you know, uh, anybody dares tell me that the Newcastle fans are fickle. I don't know what they're doing. Uh, I'd give them an argument any day because um, sheer the only thing that would bring people to that is sheer passion, Steve. That, that's all I can say. Is uh, anyway, we 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 get a, that defeat, which. Uh, uh, is is not nice. It's not totally disastrous, but then we're we're off to away game at Wolves, and uh, that's the next thing. Yeah, there it is, and uh, everybody's hoping that we might uh, recover, but uh, no such luck. Wolves are on the metal, waiting for us, and 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 uh, beat us two nil with uh, Parkin and Richard scoring their goals. Twenty six and a half thousand at the game, um, one nil at half time. Uh, but again, when I when I uh, read bits of, of, of the paper, um, bits of the Chronicle, particularly, um, again we weren't ever in. We we didn't just see we did, just didn't seem to turn up. Uh, our team predictable. Craig's fit again, so he's in a right back, and uh, Tony Green's back, so it's McFall, Craig Clark, Nat Burton, Howard, Alex Reed, Tony Green, Martin McDonald, John Tudor, and Terry Hibbert. Wolves um, got the usual side out with the, the, the stars, um, with uh, Jim McCallion now that they bought from Everton, a Scottish player, and Kenny Hibbert, Terry Hibbert's uh, brother, uh, they bought from, from Leeds, and uh, John Richards playing at centre forward, David Wagstaff bought from Manchester City, and the Irishman Derek Dugan, uh, who was also playing up front for them. So, um, and it was. Uh, Parkland and Richard had scored for them, not not Dugan, but we we lost two uh, 0 which was uh, uh, to say it was disappointing, is, uh, putting it mainly because we everybody had hoped that we might start to recover something. So we 
we now are at home to Coventry. Um, and uh, is, is there a home programme there for Coventry, Steve? Yep, that's lovely. Thank you. And uh, um, having had the, the, the uh, struggles with them in the Texaco Cup, um, we actually uh, turned this one around. We beat them 4-2. Uh, which was great, and uh, um, Rafferty and Mortimer scored for them. Um, it's interesting, they scored five minutes, Terry Hibbert scored in six minutes, John Studer scored in seven minutes. <laughs> I mean, the, the first 10 minutes were just manic, to put it mainly. And then uh, in the second half, um, uh, Malcolm McDonald scored a penalty. And John Tudor scored another one on 57 minutes. And then they got a consolation by Mortimer on 67 minutes. So um, 24-2 uh, was, was uh, well, sent everybody home happy. 25,800 at the game. And uh, as I say, everybody went home, home happy. Our team, uh, predictable. I don't need to read it out. It's it's the one I've been reading all night. Um, Coventry had one or two... Uh, New character, I say, they got a new goalkeeper because the, the Glazier had been transferred to somewhere else. Um, I think he'd been tra transferred to Crystal Palace, actually. Ron Healy was was the new goalkeeper, and uh, Chris Catlin was playing in the in the defence and had a little um, uh, inside forward, a bit like Tony Green, a Scotsman called Willie Carr, who who had a, a long career in, in in football and played for Scotland. And Dennis Mortimer that they bought from from Villa, Ian St John who that they bought from uh, Liverpool, and uh, Billy Rafferty which uh, um, they bought from Bradford, uh, and, and uh, yeah they, 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 they had a tidy team. Well, they, tidy or not, we beat them four two on that night, and people were were starting to feel uh, safe, is I think might be the right word to use. Uh, and not struggling down towards the bottom. And the next game is a home game against Tottenham Hotspur, and we're not we're wondering what will come out of this because Spurs are flying high by this time of the season. Uh, and lo and behold, we turn it on and we beat them three uh, one with uh, thirty one thousand in the ground uh, with the same team: McFall, Craig Clark, Natras, Burton, Howard, Barraclough, Tony Green, Michael McDonald, John Shooter, and Terry Hibbert. And Spurs with the team that uh, uh, thrashed when we went to Spurs. Pat Jennings, Joe Kinnear, uh, Mike England in the team, Steve Perryman. Cyril Knowles now playing in the defence as well, who they bought from Middlesbrough. Ralph Coates, um, Martin Chivers, Martin Peters from West Ham, and Alan Gilzine, as, as said before, the Scottish centre forward. But we beat them 3-1, and it, it was, it was a, an entertaining game. I remember being at the game. Good football match. Um, Nat was scored on 30 minutes. Um, Gilzine equalised for them on um, 57 minutes. And then Malcolm McDonald scored on 71 minutes and John Tudor on 76. And in my opinion, that was the match when Malcolm McDonald and John Tudor worked themselves out. Because together, they, 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 they frightened the Spurs defence to death. Uh, if if one was moving, it wasn't moving, the other one was, and vice versa. And that kept the Tottenham uh, defence uh, on their toes, at least, but not on yeah. their toes enough. 
because we, we we well and truly we well and truly beat them um and we now um come to the fa cup third round which is a wonderful game i mean <laughs> against hereford united god you you know when you, you you when when i do this sort of thing there's some sometimes i'm struggling to find pictures which is why i use the programs you know yeah well, I didn't need, need struggling for pictures for this one, Steve. Good God, as you'll see, there's about six. I mean, I could have I could have filled the, the page with pictures of Hereford United and beating Newcastle United. So they come to St James's Park and and we we get a we have a two two draw with McDonald and Tudor scoring their, our goals and Colin Addison, the player manager, and and, and Owen scoring for Hereford. Um, I mean. What a frustrating game this first game was. I mean, we, we should have been out of sight, uh, but we weren't. Um, I mean, lo and behold, um, I mean, we're in the. They were in the lead in a minute. I don't know if you were at the game, Steve. No, 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 you, you wouldn't. No, no, too young. <laughs> too young. Uh, they were in the lead within a minute, and everybody thought, "Oh God," you know. But then Sutomac gets a pen in three minutes, so a one-one. Everybody thinks, "Oh, that's it." We're back to we're back to square one. This is this is okay. Thirty nine thousand eight hundred at the game, uh, and then on twenty three minutes, John Tudor makes it two one. Everybody's clapping their hands. Oh, this is it. We're on my way. Well, doesn't Colin Addison pop up in twenty five minutes and, and equalise, and then it's backs to the wall. They just defended like like their lives depended on it, and we just couldn't break them down. It was it was just awful. It didn't help that um, St James's Park was was a quagmire. It, it was in a terrible state because there'd been snow and all, all ice and all sorts. But that was a it was the same for both teams. Is how I look at it. Uh, but we just couldn't break them down. They defended and defended, and uh, of course the one of the old older characters in the team, like uh, Ricky George, who who had a good. Uh, a uh, good uh, professional here in London. Uh, Ken Malander, who who played for one of the Sheffields for years. Colin Addison himself, the player manager. And Billy Meadows, who who played for um, uh, for Manchester City. And then, of course, the centre forward, a man called Roddy Ratford, who uh, was to make a name for himself uh, in this this game. Anyway, two two. So we got we we've got to go for a replay. The next game, though, is is a home game, is an away game rather at Huddersfield, which uh, is uh, um, everybody's hoping that we we, we get we get something. Um, uh, I think the Huddersfield one was before that, uh, Steve. Anyway, Huddersfield, we go to Huddersfield. Uh, that's it, and and we we draw nil nil. It was a, a fairly ordinary game. Twelve thousand eight hundred at the match. Uh, I mean. Again, I say, how on earth did Huddersfield survive on 12,800 at, at the games at, uh, at Leeds Road? I mean, it's just just beggars belief. They, they, they certainly couldn't do it uh, now, that's not sure. Although they get sponsorship, so it, it doesn't matter anymore. Um, anyway, um, how I've seen, unchanged, uh, typical Harvey. He, he, the fact that they play the cup tie, just a few days beforehand didn't matter that they, they were all in the team again the next 
the next game. Um, McFall, Craig Clark, Matris, Burton, Howard, Viv Busby came in because uh, Barraclough was hurt. Tony Green, Malcolm McDonald, John Tudor, and Terry Hibbert. Nil-nil draw, um, fairly drab game. Um, and uh, Huddersfield uh, had uh, bought Trevor Cherry from, from, from Leeds um, and uh, uh, Frank Worthington from, from, from Leicester City was, was the centre forward now. And Lee Chapman, a big, big uh, striker from uh, Sheffield United, I think, initially. Um, so they had a reasonable team, but we we got a little, little draw, which which was great for our league standing. So the, the next game is is the away return leg of the of, of the Hereford Cup tie, and uh, we go to Hereford um, for this return match. Now, interesting, there are about three programs, Hereford United programs, that all have our name on, and they're for different parts of the ground. Depending on where you sat, depended on the colour of your programme, which I find quite bizarre, but never Really mind. weird. Yeah, isn't it? I mean, and uh, so there's the, the, all those programmes. And then, of course, there's the, uh, there's the uh, disaster of the game, of course, that uh, uh, nil-nil and, and uh, we got, yeah... It's a good time to talk about it. We went to Hereford, and we got we got blagged in this game because Hereford. Uh, I, I don't know if you've been to the ground at all, but I think it's the River Wye runs right next to the ground. And there was a story came out that, that the manager Colin Addison had hired a huge pump uh, and parked it on the bank side of the river, and was pumping gallons of water out the river onto the pitch because he wanted to make the pitch as, as sticky as he possibly could. Well, I'm told, and I've got no reason to doubt the person that told me, that somebody told Joe Harvey, somebody said to Joe, you need to get the pitch inspected. And he did. He asked the FA if a, if a referee could go in and see the pitch to make sure it was playable. Well, fortunately, Addison had got rid of the, the pump by then, but the, the ground was wet. But um, the referee, referee thought well, there was enough time for the ground staff to get it ready for the match on on the saturday so um it, it, it was uh tactics of a of a of a, of a, of a era gone by but i've got no no doubt that the person that told me about all this uh would be telling me anything other than what was right and apparently joe harvey was steaming so off we went to Hereford and we we uh, playing and and anybody that looks any of the pictures and, and certainly the videos and thing could see how horrible it is. I mean, it's ankle deep is the only way to describe it. And uh, anyway, um, it's nil-nil and we get the 82nd minute and bang, Supermac relieves us all with a, with a, with a, a beautiful goal um, and everybody thinks, well, well, that's it. And then, uh, lo and behold, five minutes before the end, a certain Ronnie Ratford um, does the same and, and and rattles in rattles in a corker uh, against us as well, and so we're in, in, into uh, to ex, extra time, um, fourteen thousand three hundred, which at, the, at that time was the biggest crowd Harryford had ever had. That, that was the biggest number that had in in, in the thing, and uh, um, 
went into extra time and then a, a fella called uh, George, Ricky George, <laughs> who'd had a character in, a career in London, uh, banged in, in that one to make it uh, to make it two one. And there was no way we were getting back from that. There was there was, there was uh, that was it. Uh, I think there's lots of other photographs now of, of Harryford fans celebrating. Um, I put them in because they, de they deserve to show. Look at poor Willie McFall <laughs> on the pitch. He's surrounded by Harryford fans, uh, and 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 climbing up the 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 the, the, uh, um, the, the floodlight pylons as well. Um, and that's them celebrating in the dressing room. Uh, and, uh, um, well, you know, they won and, and, and there's nothing more we can say about that. But the magic of the FA Cup, George. Absolutely. And, and there's one thing you can guarantee about BBC when the FA Cup comes round. You will see that Roddy Radford goal. It's been on the day. <laughs> yes. I mean, you're guaranteed. Guaranteed. Uh, however, that was FA Cup over. Um, which is uh, very sad, and uh, we uh, then, of course, have the ignominy of having to pick ourselves up from a, getting beat off a non-league team to go to an away match. Guess where? Old Trafford of all bloody places. I mean, everybody thinks, "Oh my God, this is going to be a disaster." Old Trafford after that uh, shamozle at uh, at. Um, uh, is there a Manchester United program there, Steve? I think I think there's. there's... Yep, that's it. Good, and uh, everybody's thinking, well, you know, we're going to we're going to get a real hammer in here. Well, we didn't. We didn't. We 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 beat Manchester United two 0 Would you believe? Um, I mean, isn't that just Newcastle, isn't it? You know, <laughs> beat off Hereford. Tipping weekend in it, and then a couple of days later, we're, we're beating Manchester United at Old Trafford 2 0. And the scorers, Tudor and McDonald, as I said to you before, I think this is when the period where Tudor and McDonald worked themselves out, uh, what they were doing. And uh, um, we uh, didn't ever let Manchester United in the game, as, as were I read, even from the Manchester papers 45,000 at the game, and uh, we uh, um. As I say, come home with a two-nil win, which really does put us in the in the top half of the league. Now we're not we're not uh, looking for championships, so, but we're certainly in the top half of the league. So then we come home to a home game with uh, with Everton, um, and uh, um, everybody's uh, thinking, well, if we can beat Manchester United away, surely we can beat Everton at home. Well, we don't beat them, but we get a nil-nil draw. 29,500 at the game. And they, um, uh, it, it was another one of those nil-nil draws, which was quite entertaining, actually, uh, is my memory of it. And uh, But the important thing is we, we, we're, we're staying where we should in the league. We're not, we're not tumbling down the league uh, to uh, um, uh, make us in, in any danger. We're, we're, we're stuck in the middle and if anything, going up rather than down. So then we get uh, the Everton game out of the way and we have an away match at Southampton. Uh, and uh, um, we uh, um, uh, we uh, beat them 2-1. 
uh, and that was a surprise because Southampton were playing quite well. And uh, 18,800 at the game. And uh, nil nil at half time. And then on 65 minutes, um, Supermax scores a penalty. Then John Tudor scores um, uh, uh, on 72 minutes. And then David Craig, unfortunately, uh, gives a consolation to Southampton with an own goal. Um, but it was a good win, a good away win uh, for us. So, so we're now heading home to uh, uh, a home game against Leicester. In uh, all this time, uh, without um, uh, we're still playing the same team. I mean, when I, when I was home to Leicester, McFall, Craig, Clark, Gibb, Howard, Munker, Barraclough, Tony Green, Malcolm McDonald, John Tudor, uh, Terry Hibbert. 42 league games and about a half a dozen or more because of the Texaco Cup uh, games. We're talking about 50-plus games, and, and Harvey only uses um, uh, 21 players. I mean, it's it just, uh, just incredible. So we, we, we got Leicester at home, and we, we beat Leicester 2-0 with uh, 25,200 at the game. Uh, team home teams us the same uh, with one addition and suddenly um, Terry Hibbert's injured and a, a Scotsman called Jim Smith that Harvey just bought from from Scotland from Aberdeen uh, is 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 in the team uh, Leicester have uh, Peter Shilton in goal David Nish at fullback Graham Cross at centre half um, Keith Weller on on the wing they bought from Tottenham. Alan Birchnall, the bought from Sheffield United, and Len Glover, a, a, a tidy left winger that bought from Charlton Athletic. Um, a good side, football inside Leicester at, at that time. But we beat them 2 0 anyway with uh, uh, goals from Malcolm McDonald and, and, and Tommy Gibb. Uh, and, and that's, uh, as I say, kept us, kept us the, right, the right end of the league, which is the important thing. And then we have a second. Another home game almost immediately afterwards. Um, uh, well, exactly a week afterwards. Uh, Arsenal at home, uh, and and well, now would with people are thinking, well, if we could beat Manchester away and and, and get some other results, surely we can give Arsenal a game. Well, we did give them a game. We, we beat them two nil, and uh, goal scorers were McDonald and Tudor, and uh, um, team. Exactly the same, no, no changes at all with uh, Jim Smith staying in the team because of the injury to, to Terry Hibbert. Uh, and Arsenal had the full side out, Bob Wilson in goal, uh, and Jordy Armstrong, Alan Ball by now, who's left Everton and gone to Arsenal. And he's playing for Arsenal in this game. Ray Kennedy's playing for that from Seton Delaville. Uh, George Graham, I mean... Ray Kennedy um, uh, tragically um, uh, died just last year, I think it was, uh, with Alzheimer's. Uh, he's a victim of, of that horrible disease. Um, George Graham, uh, Charlie George, and John Ratford is two nil. We beat Arsenal, and that was that was great. And uh, thirty-three thousand, thirty-four thousand at the game at St James's. Uh, I'm trying to think why I was wasn't at that game, but uh, um, 
Yeah, I can't remember. That certainly wasn't there, but it, but it was a, it was a good game. Um, we now, uh, well, I can't hope, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll knock anybody down. It's the sort of feeling in the Gallagher corner. Uh, and unfortunately, we, 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 we've got to go to Liverpool at Anfield. Uh, is the, is the next one? I think that the programs there, Steve, somewhere, and uh, that's it. And unfortunately, uh, we catch them on a good day and us on a bad day. Five nil, bang. <laughs> After all the victories and beating Arsenal and all of that sort of thing, everybody was flying high. Well, this certainly this certainly knocked the uh, the stuffing out of everybody. Five nil, Chris Lawler, Kevin Keegan, two, John Toshak. Emlyn Hughes, Steve Highway. Um, the, these uh, match reports that I, that I use, it's interesting. When they talk about Kevin Keegan, they just don't print Kevin Keegan. They print Kevin Keegan, OBE. <laughs> just right and proper, isn't it? I mean, anyway, they, 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 they wipe, you know, Walters is the only way to describe it. Now our team was exactly the same, um, uh, except that... Uh, Terry Hibbert was back on the left. John Shooter was injured, and Jim Smith just moved inside uh, alongside Michael McDonald. And Liverpool, they're all stars. Ray Clements, Chris Lawler, Alec Lindsay, Tommy Smith, the Anfield Iron, Larry Lloyd, Emlyn Hughes, Kevin Keegan, Brian Hall, Steve Highway, John Tashek, Ian Callaghan, uh, and 43,800 at the game. Uh, and, uh, well... It uh, brought us down to earth with a bump, should we say. The next game is a home game against Manchester City. And uh, there may be a couple of pictures of that. That's right. And uh, we got a nil-nil draw, which, um, having had the thrashing off Liverpool, we we went into this game with some trepidation. But we got a nil-nil draw, and it was a decent game as well. And uh, 37,500 at the game, which, after we got a thrashing at Anfield is, is quite remarkable uh, that that that, uh, that that would happen. Um, so we uh, we give a good account of ourselves. Uh, same team, McFall, Craig, Clark, etc. Um, and uh, Manchester City uh, have now um, uh, bought a goalkeeper from Coventry. Ron Healy has now gone from Coventry to Manchester City and uh, Otherwise, Manchester City's playing the, the, the famous team with the addition of Rodney Marsh, who they bought from Queen's Park Rangers. A uh, very talented and gifted footballer. Uh, some, sometimes controversial, but very talented. And in the forward line, Wynne Davis, of course, our old centre-forward. We got a nil-nil draw against Manchester City. And as I say, with 37,500 in the ground. The, these are pictures from the actual game, actually. That's uh, Manchester City, and that's uh, that's our lot. And that's uh, the back of Clarky, uh, the big number three. Um, anyway, um, we now uh, head towards uh, away game against Sheffield, Sheffield United, and uh, we uh, um, Hoping that we might do something here, but we, we lose 1-0 in a very, very drab game is where I, where I can read about it. Um, our team was untouched. Um, uh, it, uh, you know, McFall, Craig Clark, etc. Uh, uh, 
Sheffield United by now had changed quite a lot since we'd seen them earlier in the season because they'd bought uh, Eddie Cahoon from uh, uh, from Wednesday, Jeff Sammons from 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 Arsenal, Alan Woodward from Arsenal, um, Michael Spate from uh, Nottingham Forest, and uh, David Ford was on the on the, the left wing. Well, David Ford eventually comes to us, but at that time, he was he was at Sheffield United. Uh, but the biggest one nil with uh, Ford scoring the goal. You know, odd times I've I've often thought when I read these things, and and a player plays well against us, it's not long before Harvey wants to buy him. <laughs> and David David Ford was good in that game, and he scored the winning goal. Well, about two months later, he's he's, he's at Newcastle. <laughs> It could be wrong, but uh, there's too many coincidences for it to be wrong. But never mind. Um, we then were, were off to uh, uh, to Derby, um, uh, to the baseball ground, and uh, well, we 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 hoped that we might recover, and lo and behold, we did. We we had a one nil win with the goal being scored by Tommy Gassidy on seventy minutes, um, thirty eight thousand one hundred nineteen at the game. And uh, that was probably one of the last away derby games I went to because, as I said to you, our Neil was born in '71, and uh, uh, about this time he was he was still a baby, uh, and the family always liked to go to the derby game, uh, derby match because we're family in derby, and then I thought, well, I, Marge will not want me to go because I'll, I'll stay at home and help her with a van. Uh, well, I needn't have worried because me, me, me mother volunteered to babysit for the whole weekend. So, so Marge went off for our girls, and I went off with the with the lads to, to Derby to be auntie nans and to see the match, and got rewarded with a one nil win. That was that was the important thing. And Tommy Cassidy scored the the, the winning goal, um, and we're now. Uh, back at home, and everybody's thinking, "Well, oh, come on, you know, we 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 do do a good win at home." Well, unfortunately, it's Ipswich, and uh, we uh, and I suppose it reflects on the team we're playing. But only twenty two thousand nine hundred at this game, and uh, we lose one nil. Um, and uh, Weimark, uh, uh, Trevor Weimark. Uh, um, very talented at striker for, for Ipswich for a lot of years. Uh, turned over, but uh, um, they were they were. My memory is they were good value for the for the win. So so we know it's not a disaster. We're not, we're not near the bottom of the league anymore. We're 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 sitting nicely in the middle, safe and sound. The next game's an away game at Nottingham Forest, and uh, again everybody's hoping, but. Uh, hope springs eternal, as they say, and certainly does for Newcastle supporters because we lose 1 0 at Nottingham Forest. Um, not entirely a surprise, I've got to say, because Forest were picked up, picking up by then, and they were round about the middle of the league as we were 12,500 at the game. Our team, predictable, McFall, Craig, Keith Kennedy suddenly comes in uh, because Clark is hurt. Natras, Howard, Blonker, Barraclough, Tony Green, Malcolm McDonald. And Chris Guthrie sneaks in because John Tudor's hurt. And Gordon Hodgson gets his uh, first team debut, having just been signed from the juniors the season before. So it's a, another defeat, but still 
not an entire disaster, as I say, because we're stuck firmly in the middle. And the next game is a home game uh, against Leeds, and uh, 43,000 at this one, and uh, we beat Leeds 1-0. Uh, now, I do remember this game because for two things. One, it was a good crowd, but also it was a good game. Le Leeds were on the on the metal and uh, uh, gave us a hard time. Um, but the, the, this fought back and uh, um, everybody was delighted that Martin McDonald scored the goal because it, he's been getting kicked all over by Jack Charlton and, and uh, Norman Hunter. Um, I mean, you know, I don't. You remember the story about Jack Charlton having his little black book? Yeah, I bet Superman was in his little black book because he kicked he kicked Superman black and blue that match. And when he didn't do it, Norman Hunter did it, it, it between the pair of them. It really was a hard game, but lo and behold, um, uh, the savior of the day on 81 minutes, much to their chagrin, you could see. See their faces when the ball went in. You could tell uh, they were really choked that they'd lost this game. Um, but never mind, everybody else in the crowd was absolutely cocky, cock a hoop. Um, and and uh, to see them see them lose. The next game is a away game at Chelsea, and uh, we think, well, this is going to be hard. Well, it was hard, but um, we got a three-three draw. 33,000 at the game. Um, and John Tudor puts us 2-0 up within eight minutes. Um, and then on 11 minutes, Tommy Baldwin, a Tyneside, gets one back. And then right on half time, Steve Kemba, the lad that bought from Crystal Palace, uh, makes it 2-2. Two -two. And then Tommy Baldwin would be a jolly. Uh, scores what looks like the winner, except they hadn't banked on Malcolm McDonald uh, scoring an absolute screamer uh, three minutes later to get to get with a draw. So three three, uh, uh, and, and it was a it was a good a good game as as well as that. Um, and then the next uh, game is uh, home game to West Brom, and. Uh, well, they're, they're on the metal for this one. We beat West Brom 4-2. Um, and uh, they... Um, uh, two to Supermac, one to uh, Tony Green. And then Bobby Gould, who was playing for West Brom then, uh, got two for them in the 50th and 53rd minute, just as almost as consolations as it were. And... Uh, Anyway, we, we, we won 4-2 and, and that was uh, that was uh, sort of uh, cemented our position in the middle of the league. And then the last game of the season, of course, was uh, Stoke City and uh, it was a nil-nil draw. Uh, and we finished off the season with probably one of the worst games of the year because that was it this one. It was miserable nil-nil. They could have played all day and neither team would have scored. Uh, and... Uh, Neither of our sharpshooters were on form either, um, and uh, similarly with uh, with uh, Stoke City as well. Uh, so that was uh, nil nil, and uh, it uh, um, ended what was uh, an interesting season. Um, 
because, um, as I say, midway through the season, once Tudor and McDonald seemed to find know how to play with each other, the season turned on its head from being heading towards the bottom. We suddenly headed up towards the middle and ended up uh, slightly above middle, actually. Uh, and uh, and that nil-nil ended it. However, we weren't finished. The, the, the players went off on a, a tour of uh, uh, Thailand and they played the select Thailand 11, played a team from Russia, Santos from Brazil uh, and, and uh, Havana from, uh, from Brazil as well. So um, they certainly used to get their money's worth out of the players in those days. That's all I'd say. Deliver friendly. Uh, absolutely. <laughs> um, Great. Great stuff. And, what was the final? What was the final things you wanted to say about this season, and George? Just um, uh, there was the Hereford thing, obviously, which which it'll, it'll never go away. It'll always be there. As you said it was on the day. Um, but the other thing was that, as I say, um, the the McDonald Tudor um, partnership, I think, was cemented in this this season and, and became even more dangerous. Uh, and I think. Uh, the sufferer for that was John Tudor because I think Superman got all the praise, but John scored some important goals, no doubt about it. And I, as I said earlier, I loved these diving headers where he used to dive along the ground with his nose an inch off the floor. Uh, players aren't that brave nowadays, I don't think. You know, very, very few players have put their head in that sort of position these days, um, uh, it, it is, is, is my opinion. But uh, but at least um, we got over it and uh, seemed to be set for a um, a change. The only unnerving thing towards the end of that season was that whispers were starting to come out that Joe Harvey wasn't very well. Uh, and uh, uh, subsequent seasons, you'll, you'll see why, uh, what, what happened. But, uh, but uh, you know... Ups and downs as usual as a Newcastle fan and, and you just got to get used to it. <laughs> George, thanks for taking us on the journey. Uh, Newcastle United, those were the days, 1971-72. See you at the next one. Okay, Steve. Enjoyed it. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. A big thanks to all of our sponsors, starting off with Skips and Bins, telephone 0800 2545 253 email inquiries at skipsandbins.com the website is www easy contract free and pay as you go waste collection thanks also to garden of healing dispensary cbd hemp and cannabinoid specialists find them at the gohd.com thanks also to three properties and they specialise in sourcing investment properties for their clients who are looking to invest in the Northeast. They offer a full in-house service from sourcing the deals to managing the properties for you. They've done over 100 plus deals in the past 12 months for clients all over the UK. Give them a follow on Instagram, matty.patter underscore Northeast Property and phil.read underscore Northeast Property or email phil at 3property.co.uk if you're interested in getting a good property deal. Big thanks also to Mr. Vicky's uh, Sources Handmade in Cumbria. You can find them at mrvickys.co.uk or order some of the sources by calling 01768 210102 or emailing info at uk. Thanks also to Blowhole Brewery and uh, their cans uh, are 
vast and uh, in the shape of the old uh, Newcastle United strips from the 1990s. Bonnie Blonde, Geordie Juice and uh, Fog of the Tyne. Uh, some great uh, beers. Get yourself to blowholebrewery.co.uk to order your cans in for the festive period. Thanks to Media Arts uh, for all the help with the video side of things. And thanks to qtechshop.co.uk, makers of pool tables and snooker tables in Walls End, Newcastle. If you want to subscribe to the channel, hit the subscribe button on the bottom right-hand corner. Hit the like button and click share. Please join the channel as well to support us. We're also available as a podcast on iTunes, Spotify, and other podcast providers. If you want to join the channel, you can use this QR code or just go to nufcmatters.com and look for membership pack. If you join in that particular way, you get a scarf, a cup, a pen, and a membership card and entry into the monthly draw. We also give you a free car sticker. All you need to do is subscribe to the show and then email john at nufcmatters.com to claim it. We also support the food bank on this channel, nufcfansfoodbank.co.uk. Go to that website and make a virtual donation today. A couple of events coming up. Paul Gascoigne is at the Fed on the 4th of December. Contact the Fed in Dunstan and Gateshead for more information. And Peter Beardsley, 20 tickets left for this. Is at St Dom's Catholic Club in Newcastle on the 10th of February next year. Uh, contact St Dom's. Uh, via their contact details on their website or on Twitter. If you're looking for a Christmas present for uh, a Newcastle fan, you can go to badboysbooks.net. You could order a copy of Enemy from the Bender Squad to the Gremlins or the last remaining copies of Black or White, No Grey Areas by Lee Clark and Will Scott. If you're looking for a Christmas jumper for your night out, go to nufcmatters.com and get your Bruno jumper today. Thank you.